Well, one of the most confusing, I guess you could say, issues or defenses or protections or behaviors in recovery that I've heard through the years is codependency. What is codependency? And when does it get out of bounds in, in loving others and, and, and loving others at the expense of ourselves? Today, I'm going to talk about codependency. Well, welcome to Celebrate Recovery Official. This is a podcast that shares life change, hope, even some recovery topics, all centered around the Beatitudes and the Celebrate Recovery Principles, where Jesus helps us to face our hurts, hangups, and habits so that we can walk in the newness of life that He died for us to live. Hey, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the Global Field Director of Celebrate Recovery. And uh, so glad to be uh, back with you today. Uh, an important topic on codependency and why we need to pay attention to it if it's got us crippled. I just want to take some time today. We've been talking about addictions, but I think codependency, even in addictions, can be one of those common threads uh, that people uh, struggle with. And so I just kind of want to start off by kind of giving you what we use in our issue pamphlets. What, what is the problem if we're trying to find a solution? What, what, are, what is that problem? Um, in the broadest sense, codependency is when a person's need for approval or validation from another person allows them to be controlled or manipulated. They are, they are willing to compromise their own values, choices, and behavior at the expense of their personal well-being. Now, this is when I read that, there's, there's a couple thoughts that come to mind. One is, you know, the, the, one of the common threads of the um, scriptures um, that we, we know is, is a call from scriptures for us to love others as ourselves. Now, here's where I think codependency gets out a little bit distorted. When we, when we buy into this notion that we're supposed to love others at the expense of ourself. So a real kind of simple language on that. If, if you're upset with me, then I'm upset with me. Um, if you are, um, happy with me that I tend to be happier. And, and, and here's the kind of the, a clear picture of this, that when we put all of our eggs in a basket in trying to please or keep that person, that other person around us happy. Now, big time that we will see this in, um, addictions where one person is the addict and the other person is quote unquote the codependent. By the way, if if you have a, a family member, if you have a spouse that is an addict, by default, you are in recovery. And I hate to say that. I hope that's not discouraging. I, I hope it brings hope that there's probably some collateral damage that has happened and you may have slipped into some of uh, these codependent uh, ways of thinking. And so what we want to unpack is, is just to understand not to shame it. You know, this, this isn't a label just like any other thing. And we want to be careful to say, Oh, you're just so codependent. Uh, it can be easy to make that our identity. And what we're trying to say is 
just like we were talked about in the addictions, sometimes there's an emptiness inside of us, a void that is trying to be filled, just like the addict. Now, different uh, because there's different um, effects, there's different uh, results, there's different ramifications with a substance abuse addiction or a pornography addiction. Uh, but but I think the same kind of thread is uh, we're trying to fill that empty void inside of us that seems to be missing. And so sometimes what we'll do is we'll use codependency or we'll use the relationships to uh, fill that need. And just like in addictions, it doesn't meet that need. It doesn't seem to satisfy. And so what do we do? We crank it up. And before we know it, we found ourselves in this real empty place of um, brokenness. Now, if I were going to draw a picture for you, um, unfortunately, we don't have a visual of this, but I want you to imagine if I took your heart and the heart was in the dead center of this circle. Okay, so we have we we're looking at this circle, and the very center we see your heart, and in that place we have this sense of freedom, um, just the purity of our heart. Um, life is good, and and in Christ it's even better. Um, and that's so important that we have Christ in our life. But here's what happens around that heart that is trying to love well and serve the Lord and, and walk in the newness of life. There's this thing, if we were going to draw another kind of a dotted line around that heart that's trying to live life to the fullest, there's this thing called pain. And that pain uh, tends to uh, build a little bit of a wall. And it's not a permanent wall, but it's a wall that can kind of be uh, be built around our heart in that space that can then uh, ripple into um, this other outer circle wall that's around the pain, that's around that heart, that is control. And I think codependency, we don't typically talk about this, but I think codependency in, in a, a unique way is our efforts to control. And I know that sounds, uh, I hope that's not discouraging. It can sound a little bit defeating. It's like, I'm not trying to control anybody. I'm just trying to survive. And I respect that. I validate that your efforts to try to control, um, to try to stay alive and, and just survive. But control is the root of that. And let me tell you how that, that unpacks and how that can kind of play itself out. Some of that characteristics we can, um, one of those traits is we try to assume full responsibility for the other person in our life. So let's use the addict and in, in that's a real simple, uh, if you're in a relationship with an addict, uh, sometimes we see the havoc, um, that's the pain that's come around our heart and we don't like the disorder and the chaos that we're seeing in the addict's life. So what do we do? We start to buy in the notion that it's our job to make sure that the, the uh, person, the other person in our life is being given the, the pluses, given the, the value, and given the, um, the words of affirmation. And there's nothing wrong with giving each other words of affirmation. This is when we get way over and kind of 
another language you could say is uh, we have this place of insecurity. The more insecure I am in my relationship with you, the more codependent I can become. In a healthy, secure relationship, it makes sense to validate, to love. I see you. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm here for you. How can I help you in this space? But if it's insecure and we fall into this place of uh, codependency, then we get really wobbly. And now we're not taking care of ourselves. It's at the expense of ourselves. And we're actually pouring into that other person. And so control can be one of those common threads. It makes sense why you're trying to control. You're just trying to keep your family system um, at some form of balance. And here's the, here's the tricky part about it. For a season, it feels like it's working, uh, at least in my experience. Sometimes it doesn't work at all, but there can be some times with these patterns of, man, things, this is actually helping. If I can just pour myself out until I'm empty and keep you happy, keep you in a good place, even if it costs me everything, at least you're in a better spot. And as long as you're not in chaos, then I won't be in chaos. But it's kind of a false narrative uh, because it doesn't... Um, it doesn't uh, satisfy that, that emptiness inside of us. So we, we can kind of, um, we're looking for some distractions from the pain. So the control is kind of protecting the pain. And in, in a weird way, we're trying to control the pain without facing the pain, which sometimes means we have to set some boundaries. We need to have some hard conversations with each other and know what our part in the scenario is rather than making it a Band-Aid um, so, I, I uh, um, so I don't have to feel which that's basically what codependency is doing is we're putting a Band-Aid on and saying, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to control this. I'm going to avoid this so I don't have to feel this. Because sometimes we can grow up in family systems that when there was conflict, um, maybe we've had experiences when there's conflict that people leave us. And so we have very good reasons in our insecurity to do everything we can at all costs to put these band-aids on to avoid feeling what we need to feel and and ironically avoid uh, the 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 other person in our life from feeling what they need to feel and so again we're we are actually um, in this place because we're not doing it through relationships which I think it affects our relationship with the Lord as well. We start to disconnect emotionally because we're not feeling what we need to feel. And guess what happens? It starts to bleed over into searching for that feeling that only relationships in Christ and relationships that are healthy and secure with others tend to fulfill. And so we start looking for other things. And that's where we maybe um, kind of form our own uh, numbing agents, and we may not get into the addictions, but um, substance addiction, but we might find ourselves, if I could just get a new car, then I'll feel better, or a new house, or if I could just get a new phone, or new clothes, or whatever, I'll feel better. That isn't always the case, but we're, we're searching uh, for that feeling, and it doesn't satisfy. So uh, one of the greatest um, 
I shouldn't say greatest, most significant parts and roots of a codependency is we have this underlying fear. So we have the heart that's experienced pain. That's the next outer layer. And then we experience uh, needing to control. And so in control, there's usually a root of fear. What is my fear? If I don't do this, you could leave me. And that feels so scary because we don't want that person to leave us. And so we do everything we can. Instead of trusting and allowing the Lord into that space, we've developed some new strategies to remedy this on our own power. And guys, this is the same formula for the addict. We need to realize that our life is unmanageable, that we are powerless to control our tendency to do the wrong thing. And I know that sounds weird that our tendency to do the wrong thing in this frame is we're actually trying to protect them. We're trying to protect ourselves from pain and that feeling that we are designed to feel. We have to feel the only way we can heal it. We have to feel it. And so it becomes this identity piece and fear tends to become that root, that fear of abandonment. You're going to leave me. And so if it means that I've got to empty myself out fully then whatever it takes, I will please you at the expense of myself. And, and here's the irony of it. In our, effort, in our efforts to control, we're actually giving permission to others to control us. And it's all a distraction um, to keep us from being left alone. Left alone physically, but being left alone with our own feelings in our unworthiness or unresolved pain, you could say. So what we're trying to do is, is just be honest about what is there so that we can ultimately own some of these uh, behaviors. So we have the heart, pain becomes the, the outer circle, go further out. We have control, understanding what's the root of control and what's the fear, what is my greatest fear. In fact, if you're struggling with codependency, it's a good question what is it about me that causes me to uh, assume full responsibility for this other person's feelings and behaviors? And I feel guilty um, when they don't feel right. And again, in a secure relationship, I want to say this clearly, this does not mean because I've uh, and I may say that for after the break fully, but it doesn't mean that we're not allowed to care about other people's feelings. It's the understanding that if if you're feeling bad, that it must be a marker on my part. Now, there's sometimes it is my responsibility why you're feeling what you're feeling, and I need to own that. But when we're in an unhealthy, insecure place, we're taking on feelings that we don't need to be taking that's actually causing me uh, or you in that place uh, to get a little bit out of balance, uh, if that makes sense. So... I want to take a quick, quick uh, pause there. Um, I hope this is making sense. Um, I'm trying to just paint a picture for you in my my mind how this works. But when we come back, uh, when I come back, I'll continue that conversation. Stick with me, and uh, we'll be right back. 
Hey friends, if you're looking for a group near you, all you got to do is go to celebraterecovery.com forward slash CR groups, type in your zip code, city, state, whatever you prefer, and you will literally find a list of all groups near you. Hey, don't face your hurts, hangups, and habits and relational issues on your own. Find a group near you, celebraterecovery.com for more information. We hope you'll join us at a Celebrate Recovery near you. Welcome back. Talking about codependency, one of the most confusing uh, topics that I've, uh, at least in my experience, as I've talked to people, um, yeah, this this place of uh, feeling guilty. Um, and, and I was before the break, I was kind of just uh, want to make sure that I'm real clear on this because I've seen people sway way over to the other side and say. They see their partner hurting and it's like, hey, you're on your own, dude or, or gal, <laughs> you know, deal with it. That's not that's not healthy, secure relationships. When I can get to a place of I see your pain, I want to be accessible to you. I want to respond to you in healthy ways. I want to be engaged with you in the process. But the centerpiece is knowing that in my healthy independence I put my dependence on the Lord so that I can be healthy interdependently with others. And in a beautiful, secure relationship, that is a really, really healthy thing and can be a beautiful thing. If we are making ourselves God, just like we do with any other hurt, hang up or habit, uh, not realizing that we're not God, that there is God and we're not it, we begin to take uh, on these these. Um, compulsive behaviors or dysfunctional uh, ways where we love people at the expense of ourselves. So one of those things we can do is we kind of slip into this place of over-functioning to be needed, to be valued, or to be loved. And and I've, and I'm just going to be honest with you guys, codependency is one of my struggles. And uh, when I'm when I'm feeling vulnerable, maybe I'm in a tired place, uh, just feeling overstretched. Uh, I can kind of slip into this place of, um, yeah, just really kind of everything that I think or say or do um, is 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 bad, and and I can question everything that I say, and I can I can kind of get in that that negative head headspace, and and I'll be honest. As of late, I've found myself kind of slipping into that, and I had to kind of check myself and kind of journal this out. Okay, what is my fear, and what's the root of my trying to control how I'm feeling, how other people are feeling, uh, so that I can get to a healthier place? But, but I think one of those things that one of my goals is to, um, in an unhealthy place of codependency, is I make that person an object. I know that sounds crazy. Um, what we want to do in Celebrate Recovery is to kind of change that dark pain, bring it into the light. It's it's literally like walking into a dark room and flipping on a light switch. Um, change the way we we look at ourselves, change the way we look at others. And the only way we can do that, it's the same formula, is by facing the pain and facing that fear that might be leading uh, to control, to lean into the why. Um, that root is fear. And remember, fear is just attributing and giving power to something outside myself. 
what we're trying to do is, is buy into this truth that comes from the word of God, that his perfect love, God's perfect love uh, drives out fear. And so uh, we, we were trying to face that pain. And, and when we can do that, uh, you know, our fear is that if we put the, our words, our pain to words, uh, we're going to lose those people around us. And what, what happens to the contrary is we go from this insecure place to a place of freedom. When we can, can begin to surrender that, to give up on trying to manage our pain, manage our own feelings or run and protect our from our own pain if we can lean into the good reasons why we do that the fear of abandonment the fear of my world's going to fall apart and when did i start feeling that if someone around me was hurting or expressing pain would result in them leaving me maybe i experienced people leaving me when i saw them experiencing pain so it makes sense why i do that um why am I, why is my identity tied to uh, this place of um, managing other people's, um, other people's pain? And here's, here's what we tend to do in this space is we minimize our own pain or we can minimize the other person's pain. Do you realize that in codependency where we can actually be robbing our friend or our partner, our spouse from, um, our brother, sister, whatever the situation is, we can actually be robbing them from the experience of the empowering presence of Christ because we have gotten, um, lost and washed up in this place of, um, trying to be God in their life. And I know it sounds crazy to say that out loud, but, but that's in essence what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're trying to, uh, have a healthy view of self, a healthy view of other, so that we can learn how when people experience pain, it's not our job to fix it. We can be present. We can bring comfort. I'm so sorry you're going through that and and sit with people, but not go to the rescue. And guys, it, it's not an easy process. It takes a while to kind of unwind that that big ball of thread there to untangle that. But working through the eight principles of celebrate recovery and the the twelve uh, steps as a part of a you know the open share groups um, that meet on our Friday nights or or the step study small groups and making it a new practice. We begin to kind of understand how unhealthy that can be to, to be and live in a codependent way. So uh, we can begin walking out the truth that, that to love God and to love others is a very biblical and secure view. Now, here's what's so cool when you think about specifically with our spouses. If our spouse is an addict, um, then then they're they're out of bounds, right? So the way they're responding to us is not the way a secure relationship should be responded to. So we can't, we can't look at that and say, well, they're doing that. So I have to do this. It makes sense while we've fallen into that. What we're trying to do is learn how to have a balanced new sense of self and, and lean into these places of vulnerability and say, I see you're hurting. I'm, I'm acknowledging that I can't fix you. I will be with you and by your side as you walk through it. But I've got to change the narrative that it's my job to protect you from pain. They would ultimately replace 
uh, 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 protect me from uh, pain that's keeping me just gripped in uh, frozen in this this uh, fear. So it's not our job to rescue. It's not our job to fix. Um, we have to allow the other person to experience the empowering presence of Christ, to allow them to experience what it's like to surrender their own pain, to not look toward their partner for fulfillment or look toward other people uh, to get affirmation overload. It's like it becomes its own addiction. If if you don't uh, feel better after I do this, then or you do, then I'm already thinking about the next one. I've got to one-up that. It's just an unhealthy, unbalanced, insecure way of living. So what we're trying to do is learn how to um, change our narrative that if I want to serve you, it's it's because I'm choosing to serve you, not because I believe the narrative of if I don't, you're going to leave me or you're going to reject me, um, which happens. Let's just be honest. Sometimes that happens, but that's part of the dysfunction. It's being okay that if I'm taking care of myself and someone goes away from me, then that's theirs to own. They've got to, they've got to work on themselves and understand their own insecurities. Let them act independently as they uh, put their dependence in Christ so that they can be healthy interdependently with me and, and I can do the same in my life. So, um, so, so hard. And that's why we need relationships. We need accountability. We need, um, we just need to be able to trust the process. We make a decision and then we walk through that. So I want to give you the definition of solution. Freedom from codependency begins when we surrender the illusion that our identity and value are established through the lenses of other people. Our identity is in how God views us and who he created us to be. Boy, that's a big shift, isn't it? If our value was in what others think of us, um, then that can be really create some insecurity and codependency. As a result, we no longer need to see ourselves as a function of what we do, but what, uh, but who we already are. So sobriety for the codependent is different. Uh, it's not character, characterized by abstaining from that substance abuse. It's more relational in nature. And I was talking about that earlier. So um, trying to learn to live that balanced life, uh, be secure, let myself feel, be okay with that other person feeling what they need to feel, uh, which means I've got to be honest about how I'm controlling them, how I'm controlling myself, lean into the pain. Uh, this is the same formula. This is what this is the pain as a result of the others in my life. I need to be honest with that. I'm not shaming the other person, but I got to be honest. And that's one of the most honoring things we can do so that we can tend to that that wall of control and the hurt and the brokenness. And in some of those shame messages, we may be believing that that my identity um, is in fear and uh, keeping you happy. If you are depleted in taking care of that other person, you have nothing left, um, that's not healthy. That's not God's plan for you. That's not what he means by love others as yourself. That means we set boundaries. And when it gets out of bounds, remember a boundary is about protecting myself, not putting it on someone else. If you're going to do blank, then I'm going to do blank. 
blank. That's the boundary. And so understanding, hey, I, I'm here for you, but I can't, I can't be your savior. And so I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to support you in this. But if you're feeling what you're feeling, I need to allow you to feel what you need to feel. And I'll feel what I need to feel. And then we'll move forward together in this process as we work our own recovery independently as we put our dependence in Christ. Then he begins to fill us with everything that we need so that we can be healthy interdependently and do those 56 one another's that Christ asks us in the New Testament to love one another, to pray for one another, to serve securely one another, to be with one another, to hold one another in a healthy way in that space. I see your pain. I hear you. I'm sorry you're going through that and guide and walk with it, not be the savior, but walk alongside and uh, support each other as we individually take it to the father and uh, be honest about where we are with each other. Well, I hope this has been beneficial for you. A confusing topic, codependency, but um, I, I hope that this has at least kind of got you thinking a little bit and maybe uh, give you some encouragement. Hey, if you if you want more information, and just ask ask a leader at any Celebrate Recovery near you. I know there's many, many people, over the 7 million plus people that have been a part of Celebrate Recovery that would love to tell you more about this. Ask them to share their, their testimony and the hope to understand the difference between helping and helping at the expense of ourselves. I hope it's been beneficial. I'm so grateful that you joined me today. I pray and hope that you will join me next time. Until then, God bless.